This is the Epilog Audio Experience. Today I have the pleasure of hosting an accomplished author whose literary repertoire spans a diverse spectrum. Koral Das Gupta is no stranger to weaving intricate narratives ranging from academic non-fiction to poignant relationship dramas. Her tales delve deep into the complexities of the human psyche leading to relatable conflicts and unforeseen climaxes. With an extensive publishing history including works with renowned publishing houses like Western Books, Niyogi Publishers and Rupa, Coral's writings are not only celebrated for their storytelling but also examined through the lenses of gender studies, art, myth and eco-critical literature. Beyond India, her books have found a place on the shelves of esteemed institutions such as Harvard, Columbia, University of Pennsylvania and many more. Furthermore, her fourth book has even garnered attention for potential screen adaptation. Currently, Coral is engrossed in a collaboration with Van Macmillan, crafting the ambitious five-book Sati series, a modern retelling of the tales of the Panchakanya from Indian mythology. Ahalya, Kunti and Draupadi, the first installments, are already captivating readers worldwide. Today, on The Story Vault, we are going to discuss her latest book, the fourth one in the five-book series, Mandodari. Join us as we delve into the world of storytelling and creative exploration in mythological fiction retelling. with the incredibly talented Koral Das Gupta. Hello and welcome to the Story Wall Koral. How are you today? All good. Hari, so excited to be with you. Uh, first and foremost, congratulations on the release of your new book Mandodari. Thank you so much. And uh, there's a fourth installment in the Panchakanya series, right? right? The fourth book in Panchakanya, yeah. Fourth book and it's published by Pan Macmillan, one of the leading global publishers. So, why don't you just uh, tell our listeners uh, about how this all how, how all this began? What was How, how how did the journey begin of the panchkanya series so uh, actually i only had the idea of ahalya i had this spark of uh, panchkanya uh, in my mind i had certain ideas but i didn't know how uh, kunti draupadi uh, mandodari and tara will figure i only had a spark of ahalya and ahalya was drafted out roughly Uh, roughly in the sense that uh, i had drafted out a manuscript of about 25000 words later it became 30000 words so ahalya was more or less uh, what do you call a manuscript the others were not and i had just sent a two sentence pitch to pan macmillan with uh, full confidence ki ye to reject ho jayega because uh, i am asking for a five book deal and if it is not a five book deal i am not taking it moreover After Ahalya, kya aega? I don't know. But the idea was very, very strong. Thankfully, so that was my only confidence that shayad kuch ho jaye. So that time, so, the editorial director was uh, Prashant Chatterjee, and we had a conversation. And ek jo hota hai na that you talk to someone and something just clicks. Vesa kuch hua tha, you know that we just knew that. देर समथिंग कुछ तो खजाना है जो हम लोग साथ में कर ही लेंगे देन प्रशून सजेस्टेड दैट अलग अलग क्यों करना है वाई डोंट यू डू ऑल द फाइव एंड वी पब्लिश इट इन वन बुक एंड देन आई से दैट नहीं भैया केक को बार बार खा सकते हैं तो बार बार खाते हैं ना मतलब एक बार खाने के क्यों खत्म करना है एंड and also the stories were so different from each other that it doesn't make sense that we uh, reach out to the audience with only once with that entire right. thing which has five different flavors 
तो पांच फ्लेवर के कॉफी पांच फ्लेवर में ही बिकना चाहिए एक फ्लेवर में नहीं एक अम्ब्रेला में वो बिल्कुल करेक्ट है बट ये पांच फ्लेवर की हम बात कर रहे हैं फाइव फ्लेवर्स यू नो टू दोज ऑफ आर लिस्नर्स हु आर नॉट वेरी फेमिलियर विद इंडियन माइथोलॉजी कुड यू जस्ट गिव अ स्मॉल ब्रीफ ओवरव्यू ऑफ द पंच कन्याज वॉट इज दिस पंच कन्याज रिप्रेजेंट एंड आई मीन हु आर दे यू जस्ट नेम्ड देम बट कैन यू गिव मी अ बिट bit more for the listeners sure. who are who are not aware about this and i'm sure even those people who know our mythology the basic idea of our mythology would not really understand who are the panchkanyas yeah so, so. the panchkanya are uh, ahalya kunti draupadi mandodari tara ahalya her story is known for infidelity the popular narrative i'm talking about kunti she is often called ruthless she is often called manipulative uh, draupadi uh, one wife of five husbands and uh, a major case of molestation mandodari wife of the biggest villain from indian mythology and tara the monkey queen uh, wife of bali who also married sadhu sugreev again came but tara was sugreev's wife right and then no, bali no, had no, taken no. tara no. was okay. bali's wife married sugreev came back to marry bali came back to went back to sugreev so it's a complicated okay. mm. uh, thing right Uh, and in some uh, schools of thought they also call, uh, include sita in place of uh, kunti so here uh, my decision to include ahalya kunti draupadi mandodari tara was simple because both in mandodari and tara sita comes sita story comes in a major way in fact sita story is divided into two uh, mm. the entire lanka episode in one and after sita's release when she goes back to ayodhya that part comes in tara so all covered all okay. covered okay i wasn't aware of that second part because when you read a ramcharit manas or some something the, 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 the generic narrative that you read usme to you you don't get to you know see tara or sita mingle at all at least to my limited knowledge so there is something new that i'm hearing from you so most of we'll be looking forward okay, to okay uh, hari my uh, my the way i am writing is not any you know uh, is not research in the sense that i am right, not right. trying yeah. to go back and dig out and you know that i am just keeping the popular narrative as it is or wahan right, pe i am right. leaving it so right right it's your version it's uh, it's, it's a version, version. Yeah. but not it's very, a recreation yeah, yeah. it's a recreation hmm. it's my version but it is more about reading between the lines it is more about interpretation it is not suggesting right. something aisa nahi hai ki maine kahin se bhi kuch bhi utha ke you know Right. I'll I'll be coming to that question later. Don't worry. I have a very good question for that. But you you mentioned how you approached uh, the, the the you pitched this idea to the publishers to the, to the editorial team. Can you just give me a bit more? Uh, can you just tell the audience, you know, the listeners who are aspiring writers or who are like who are trying to be on a better level as writers? What is this procedure? How do we approach? Uh, an editorial of such a big publisher without an agent you went without an agent right no i didn't have an agent and uh, i already had four published books before uh, i pitched sati series so i did have a proof of concept kind of a thing uh, with me matlab cv bana hua tha as an author uh, i didn't have any agent uh, i had just uh, written to their md ek ghosmeli almost kiya tha that Uh, would you be interested kind of a mail and it was just a two sentence email so i think you know hari a lot of things click it is probably it's a lot about luck but i think that 
not every publishing house is publishing everything at the same time you know so what i have learned with my conversations with uh, many people who are in the senior positions in editorial houses is unka kai bari na matlab ek cycle chalta hai for example they are publishing uh, they have published three romances and two uh, thrillers this year so next year probably they will not do romance they will do horror and uh, biographies you know kai bari aisa chalta hai and then there are some publishing houses who are very specific about hame is type ka author chahiye is type ke content chahiye and yahi hamare ek do teen char genre hai jisme hum kaam karenge specializations Uh, so uh, i think a lot of uh, background research on the part of the author would be interesting i mean it would be helpful and uh, if they don't get a response or uh, if they don't get a favorable response it doesn't mean that uh, it's the end of the world but mere sath aisa hua hai that i have offered my manuscript to one publisher i mean i had pitched it and then wahan se mana aa gaya tha and then next year it just occurred to me ki ek bar fir se puch ke dekhte hain so i had sent it as a fresh you know uh, as a as a fresh pitch hmm. and accept ho gaya ah, right. so uh, i can just say that koi pakka cheez to hota nahi hai ki aap is tarah se karo to ho jayega right try karte rehna hai you have to keep trying and you need the stars to be aligned you know in the right uh, manner in a favorable manner right yeah a lot of things fall in place that whatever you are offering that is something that falls in the publishing list of the publisher even the editor who is reviewing you right ha uh, ha ha that is a very big thing because kai right. bari a lot of good manuscripts get uh, rejected because uh, they don't have the right kind of people in their system aur ye mujhe publishers kai bari bol chuke hain right that we don't have someone who can work on a manuscript of this subject hmm, hmm. so uh, you know or that is not exactly their uh, their strength in the sense that ek jo hota hai na ki you have a marketing focus for example when i was doing rasia it is on bharatnatyam dancers so uh, you have to have that kind of uh, uh, marketing network to be able to sell uh, fiction on uh, bharatnatyam dancers if you know what i mean right so there are a lot of things that fall in place but try karte rehna you spoke about jona uh, uh, you know as an author who specializes in horror and fantasy now i'm moving into into that fantasy zone jona the whole notion of maya holds a very i don't know it's it fascinates me you know even as a child when i used to hear about maya the whole episode of narad and vishnu telling him about maya those episodes have always fascinated me could you provide mm-hmm. some insights into maya sur who is mandodri's father right and mm-hmm. and the intriguing concept of maya architecture which you have kind of used in the whole book right mm-hmm. could you tell something about this particular thing i mean so uh, hari maya has come twice in the series mm-hmm. one is in draupadi's story right. and secondly in mandodari's story right. so uh, in draupadi's story maya is the architect you know he is the he is the splendor he he means splendor so uh, probably uh, you are reading mandodari so you will probably understand that a lot of the story a large part of the story is not just uh, plain fiction 
uh, it is certainly not commercial fiction. It is more about philosophical narrative. So in Maya Splendor also, I was trying to look for, I mean, Ramana and Mahabharata, they are very, very spiritual, you know, philosophical narratives as epics. So I was trying to understand that uh, what was it about Maya who made Indraprastha? What was Indraprastha? And uh, what did they mean by this entire creation? And uh, what I derived was that every artist has, uh, and that artist can be anybody, uh, there are a lot of learnings, there's a lot of experiences that come to, to us. And consciously or subconsciously, that gets, uh, you know, uh, communicated in our creativity. Now, uh, even for Maya, when he is creating that kind of a splendid architecture, I'm talking about Indraprastha, uh, Khandav was burnt and Indraprastha replaces it. So first, though, what came to my mind was, uh, what, why was the name Indraprastha? And I, uh, as you know that, Indra plays a very strong role in each of the narratives. Uh, Indra actually appears in the life of all five ladies right. in different capacities. So uh, why Indra Prastha? And uh, secondly, uh, the magic of Indra Prastha, what was it exactly about? Was it really uh, just the fantasy magic, which we say that, uh, which is more of a very, you know, plain and simple illusion or it is a lot about philosophy. It is a lot about the way you see things, the way you understand things, because perception is uh, a big illusion. So uh, I played on this one. I played on perception and mm. how Maya plays with perception. And each and as per everybody's perception, Indraprastha is different. So uh, Indraprastha uh, okay. uh, in Draupadi's narrative, Indraprastha appears to be that creative vision of Maya, which Draupadi can never abandon. Indraprastha will travel with Draupadi and which is which which is his divinity, you know, which is divine architect This is his divinity, that that is what he created. That Indraprastha is a manifestation of the king and the queen's goodness, largeness, greatness, kindness. So uh, that can never be taken away. You can, agar king and queen chale jate se, then what will remain is a brick structure, but not Indraprastha, not the magic of Indraprastha. Right. Which is the truth of every house, right? Ghar mein wale se ghar banta hai. Right. It is not about the brick and stone of it. So I try to derive the parallel of it that agar hum log, jis ghar mein hum log rehte hain maas hai hum log nikal jayenge to ye ghar wo ghar nahi rehega nai log jo aayenge unke liye ghar kuch aur ban jaye because memories are different because your treatment of the house is different right and you spoke about Indra the thing is this book actually begins with Indra right yeah, in fact, that scene, when I was reading that, na, it, it actually looked like the opening scene of some big, big budget fantasy movie. 
<laughs> Indra coming out of the water. That scene. That, I, I mean, I could picture that scene. I could visualize that scene with some big actor coming out of water and Mandodri standing there witnessing everything. And you know, that's where you mention how you know Meghnath will be known as Indrajit from now on. Something like that uh, is the dialogue which I remember. Yeah. So, tell me something. Typically within this genre. whether it's fiction or non-fiction or whatever it is authors often opt to begin with the birth of the main character i mean why mm-hmm. would you choose um, why why did you deviate from this convention you chose to begin from somewhere in the middle and throughout your narrative you follow a, a non-linear uh, you know a storytelling a storytelling approach it's flashbacks mm-hmm. coming here here and there. you know when she's there at the pushpak vimana she thinks about jatayu and you know she thinks about the day she was uh, brought to lanka by uh, ravan so you kind of switch between uh, you know uh, timelines so why did you do that because non linear narration is very tricky especially when it comes to fiction so why did you opt for that kind of a storytelling when you could have just stuck to a very simple linear approach यार मैं बोर हो जाती हूँ लीनियर अप्रोच से यू नो बचपन में जब मैं हिस्ट्री पढ़ती थी इट वाज लाइक बाबर वाज बोर्न ऑन दिस डेट बैटल ऑफ पानीपत विद इब्राहिम लोदी इन 1526 वो तो अभी भी याद है बिकॉज मुझे 50 बार लिखवाया गया था right. मैं भूल जाती थी बाबर डाइड इन 1530 ये भी याद है okay. मतलब यू नो दैट क्रोनोलॉजिकल पैटर्न ना मुझे वो हिस्ट्री लेसन याद दिलाती है जो मैं बहुत डरती भी थी और उसके बाद तो मतलब आई वॉज लाइक कब छुटकारा मिले इससे राइट तो अभी भी व्हाट आई एम वर्किंग ऑन इज इन सम सम पीपल कॉल इट हिस्ट्री सम पीपल कॉल इट मैथोलॉजी सम पीपल कॉल इट यू नो समथिंग एल्स फैंटेसी सो इसको हिस्ट्री तो नहीं बनाना है यार मतलब हिस्ट्री इन द सेंस दैट वही ड्रैग हिस्ट्री राइट So, do you have a chronology of events written down for your reference, or do you have everything in your mind? Everything in mind, yeah. Hmm. This is the style that comes naturally to me, and मतलब uh, I have never prepared a manuscript में तब जो plotting होती है वो मुझसे कभी नहीं होता है वो तो आप screenwriters का खूबी है right वो हमसे कभी ना हो right so uh, I just re- allow it to flow very organically and it does so uh, that up down up down hmm. mujhe maza aata hai because uh, i get to do the say i get to say the same story in a lot different ways i get to explore myself in hmm. uh, different ways and i get to explore myself i feel right. much better than a chronological narrative which could be really boring Yeah, so you have defined Ram Raj, and the protagonist Mandodri yes. has defended it. The opposite of Ram Raj is Ravan Raj. So, how do you define Ravan Raj? Is this a? And you have done this in the book. Obviously, those who will be reading it will be will get to understand what uh, what is Ravan Raj. But is this a totalitarian nation where with a supreme leader? Is that because that's what I felt after reading uh, the first few uh, chapters? So yes. Uh... it is more of an authoritarian framework and when i say authoritarian it doesn't mean that everything is being forced by uh, kenan's word there are times when someone can influence your thinking to the extent that you feel whatever the other person is saying is correct and you are uh, you lose the uh, agency to question and uh, I find if if I have to compare it in today's context, 
I find Raban Raja is something like that, where you actually don't understand what you are doing with yourself. For example, uh, Abhi Abhi, uh, the film released Oppenheimer. This person right. had invented the atom bomb, right? What will you call this person? Is he evil or is he God? Because uh, he was a great scientist. He was extremely talented. He was uh, extremely, uh, he, he was a genius. But he used his talent to create a destructive, which will not kill one or two, but it will kill in large numbers. It will wipe away uh, societies. So that I feel is, you know, Ravan, uh, that uh, a person who is very talented, but couldn't balance himself to understand how the talent can be used for uh, a good purpose. And uh, SLOG usually, they achieve immense success. But by the time, ek time ke baad, they completely lose control of themselves. They completely lose control of uh, where their decisions are taking them. They walk the path of uh, destruction themselves, which happened with Ravan too, in spite of being so... Uh, such a magnanimous personality. That is what I felt about Ravan Rajya, where the leader, the one-manship of leader is a very big thing and uh, neither the leader nor the people are in a position to question or control. So how is the concept of Ravan as an ultimate villain different from Shaitan or the devil? Because in a couple of places in your book, you have called him a Shaitan. So, and I honestly couldn't uh, digest the use of this term because it's it's not really an Indian term. But uh, how, how is this concept of Ravan as ultimate villain different from, you know, Shaitan? I mean, is he, because because you just mentioned that, you know, it's it's a perspective that uh, Ravan is evil. But Shaitan is the ultimate evil. There's no one who, who you can't, uh, you can't argue that Shaitan could be good for somebody. But Ravan, if you are calling him a Shaitan, then he has to be, he has to be the absolute terror, absolute negative. Actually, Hari... Mm-hmm. What you are judging him on, uh, with reference to the book, hmm. is hmm. him giving an opportunity to his wife, right? Hmm. But अगर आपके सामने पांच ऑप्शन हैं और आपको मालूम है कि इस औरत के पास this right. woman will probably do it the best, आप उसी को दोगे ना आप किसी और को नहीं दोगे? पत्नी व्रता, right? हाँ, he was not being a feminist person. That is one. Second mm-hmm. is, I called him a shaitan because uh, right in the beginning, we were, I was discussing with you that uh, the Ramana and the Mahabharata, the Indian epics are philosophical texts. They are not commercial fictions. Mm-hmm. Right? So our mythology mm-hmm. is trying mm-hmm. to tell us a little about shaitan. shaitan terror. Probably you are talking about someone with a bomb in hand or a dagger in hand. Hmm. Right. You you know that that person will kill. But mythology t- is telling that shaitan is not You have the clarity in your mind that this person will kill me. So you can decide whether you want to go hmm. in his direction or you want to run and try to save, even if you can't. But hmm. mythology is telling that shaitan is not going to kill you. And वो सिर्फ आपको खत्म नहीं करेगा 
वो आपको यूज करेगा और भी बहुत वो खत्म करने के लिए लोगों के मन में मतलब यू नो दे ही विल स्प्रेड अलॉट ऑफ फेयर अलॉट ऑफ जेलसी एंगर ऑल काइंड ऑफ नेगेटिव क्वालिटीज विच गिवस राइज टू फर्दर नेगेटिविटी तो वो एक खूबसूरत जिंदगी को खराब कर सकता है इन स्पाइट ऑफ द फैक्ट दैट ही वुड बी वेरी इंस्पायरिंग इफ द पर्सन इज नॉट इंस्पायरिंग तो फिर वो ये कर नहीं पाएगा He would be very inspiring. He would be very charming. He would be very talented. He would be very handsome. So, आपका मन करेगा कि आप उसके साथ जाओ. And it is totally up to your judgment कि आपने शैतान का रास्ता लिया या उस time पे आपका judgment बात कर गया and you felt that probably what this person is saying is sounding very flattery but probably मुझे नहीं जाना चाहिए. So you know that is. what armatala ji is right. telling about shaitan that is my having a shaitan like this inspired you to write a beautiful book called mandodari and uh, what's next for you after mandodari the last part i think it's tara right so is it done is it over or are you tara. working on the manuscript tara yeah it's done and so when will we be able to see this book this year mandodari next year tara and how has been the response for mandodari response has been very good till now whoever has read has given me very uh, generous uh, you know feedback feedback so very very <laughs> grateful <laughs> no very visual to and be honest in, I, I, that's what i said like in, actually uh, in the entire series uh, indra appears in many ways many different ways mandodari is the only book where he appears as the villain his in mandodari's world in mandodari and ravan's world Indra is a villain. So uh, I had a lot of fun writing this uh, book because in all the other books where Indra plays a very uh, Indra is shown from a very positive, very charming, very interesting side. Here uh, in this world, Indra is the one who is disrupting their peace. So <laughs> I had a lot of fun writing Mother Dali. चलो आई होप द रीडर्स हैव लॉट ऑफ फन रीडिंग मंडोदरी एज वेल एज द नेक्स्ट वन एंड दोज हैव रेड मंडोदरी शुड डेफिनेटली पिक अप द नेक्स्ट बुक एज वेल एंड दोज हैव नॉट रेड द प्रीवियस बुक्स प्लीज दिस शुड पिक अप द प्रीवियस बुक्स एज वेल इवन आई विल बी डूइंग दैट एंड विल बी टॉकिंग अबाउट इट वेरी सोन चलो थैंक यू कोरल फॉर थैंक यू सो मच बीइंग हियर या थैंक यू फॉर टेकिंग आउट टाइम एंड थैंक यू सो मच I'm sure the listeners must have learned a lot about mythological fiction retelling. Thank you so much Coral for taking out time and talking with us. If anybody has any doubts or queries related to mythological fiction retelling then do get in touch with Coral on social media. Thank you. Or you can also send your questions or queries to me on Twitter, Instagram or Threads. My handle is @theharikumar. Don't forget to like and share this podcast. and also don't forget to subscribe the story vault on epilog media